if you if you have trained your dog right and the training's not sticking so you think you're like oh my gosh i had a trainer this didn't work i'm going to talk to you today in this live all about why today is all about the power of consistency right my name is Tamla Brown with Down the Paws Dog Training. We provide simple solutions for busy families to help transform your dog's behavior with ease. So let's jump right into it. So I cannot stress the importance of consistency when it comes to training our dogs. Um, is consistency is like the foundation for forming the behaviors that you want for your dog. So let's start this off. So. Consistency, first and foremost, should be applied to all aspects of your dog's basic trainings. Like if you're asking your dog to sit and stay and leave it, what I tell folks, if you've ever trained at me, I always say if you never um, taught your dog any basic obedience or any training in their life, just by doing the same thing each and every day, your dog will learn. Um, prime example, right? Before I was a trainer, my older dog, Pal, um, he, I used to always tell him like, oh, go to crate or go to bed, go to bed. And I used to walk over there and just kind of, you know, go in there. Over time, I could just say the word and he automatically knew go to bed. Or anytime someone came, we always tell him to go to his crate. So it came to a point where soon as he heard the doorbell or knock, 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 he would just go to his crate. So never underestimate the power of routine. If you don't know training, like, oh my gosh, I don't have time for this. Just be consistent in doing the same things you're doing as is right now. Your dog will learn. Um, a quick tip to figure that out for yourself. What you want to do is, you know, take a step back. Think about your daily routine when your dog follows you around. What are they already doing? And you just want to be consistent and vigilant and continue doing that. A simple one is um, when you give your dog uh, food, having them sit. And then once they sit, putting down the food bowl right there, you're teaching them to sit and stay. Um without being so impulsive. So there's pretty, a lot of little tricks where you can stay consistent um, without actually really training, right? Um, so another thing, consistency, consistent timing is a crucial, and uh, so consistent timing is a crucial as consistent cues, right? That sounds like a tongue twister. But anyway, so what we're talking about is dogs have short attention spans. So it's important to give them praise immediately when you are being consistent. Um, a lot of times, uh, either we're like looking around for treats or looking around for something. If you do that, dogs don't understand what they're rewarded for. They need to be rewarded immediately because they just don't have the attention span. So when you're thinking about being consistent, think about rewarding your dog throughout that time of the consistency because dogs I always hear like oh my dog's doing that on purpose dogs don't do things on purpose they actually do what works for them and they do what is safe so by you being consistent and rewarding them they'll do that more because they're getting you know rewarded for it just like we get paid for going to work so another important aspect um of consistent training is setting clear boundaries and sticking to them I love that one you know why I always say um when I'm talking to families, if, again, if you never trained your dog a day in your life, like you don't, no basic obedience, no nothing, setting boundaries with your dog and being consistent. Let me give you a prime example, jumping, right? I always tell um, families I work with, they're always shocked. I'm like, yeah, my dog jumps on me when I come in the house, but he doesn't jump on guests because I set that boundary with him. 
Um, I always tell folks because one thing when I come out to work with families, I never want to take away from what one family might love doing with their dog. So there might be a family member that's okay with the dog jumping. And to say like, oh, we're not going to have that job, dog jump again. It's like, okay, well, what about that family member? So what I do is like, I let my dog jump on me and I train them like ups and, you know, hugs and stuff. But other people, I set that boundary. He knows that he cannot jump on other people. So just setting clear and consistent boundaries. And just to give you a sneak peek, and so you can figure out who's setting boundaries in your household, what I usually ask is, who's who's the dog more attached to? Who's like the fun one? Who's the serious one? And usually the serious one is the one that dog kind of um, listens to and respects and, you know, because they're the ones setting clear boundaries, whether you know it or not. Not saying the fun person isn't, but clearly if you're having fun, dogs are like, woo, all over the place. So just make sure that no means no, you're setting clear boundaries, especially with jumping. If they're jumping on you, you don't give them attention. You just kind of stand there. And then over time they learn like, hey, in order to get the attention, I have to stop jumping. So just make sure you're, um, setting clear boundaries with your dog and also consistency also means being patient and persistent um dogs are individuals with their own learning curves right so some may pick up on things quickly some may take a little bit longer and i when i talk to families i always say you would never want someone to compare you to either a colleague or your siblings it just doesn't feel good and sometimes I hear, oh, well, my neighbor's dog can do A, B, and C, X, Y, and Z. Well, we have to take into several things into account, which that's a whole nother lie. But point being is focus on your own dog. Try to really bond with them, figure out their needs. So your dog can be like, you know, who they are and not like another dog. So just remember being persistent and patient. And last but not least, I cannot stress this enough. Remember that consistency is a lifelong commitment. And I think that's where a lot of families and dog owners kind of, um, you know, miss the mark is, you know, you call a trainer in because you need help with your dog and we're happy to be there. But one thing I want families to understand is once we leave, our goal is, yes, we want to change your dog's behavior, but myself, let me speak to myself personally, I want you to be able to do the same things I have done with your dog so you know how to um, navigate situations. I'm not saying that we want you to be a trainer, but, you know, if we're working on dog reactivity and, you know, one of the things we're working on is like, oh, you know, if it's too busy or, you know, in your neighborhood, maybe you shouldn't take a dog for a walk at that time. So after I'm, you know, done with training, I would expect that, you know, you're like, oh, it's time for the dog to take a walk. It's four o'clock. I remember part of training is we're not taking the dog for a walk at that time or whatever it may be. But everything that I've taught you, all the skills and stuff, I want you to be able to implement it in the future. And so continue that training after the trainer leaves. A lot of times, you know, once training wraps, people kind of get more lax or, you know, I know life happens. But just remember, just because, um, say your dog falls off with training, they still know those skills. So a lot of times I'll get calls like, oh my gosh, you know, Fido's like jumping again, he's doing this again. And I'm like, hey, well, when's the last time you practice or talk to me about, you know, practicing? And they're like, oh my gosh, I've been so busy. So just know that just like anything in our lives, if we don't practice that, we're going to lose that skill. Spanish is like one of those things where you hear people say, oh, I used to speak Spanish or whatever, Italian fluently. 
But then, you know, either they don't live in that country anymore or they start practicing or they don't live in an area where they can practice. But it doesn't mean they don't know that skill anymore. They just have to practice again. So don't ever feel guilty about if you don't practice or if you slack off, just know that you just have to be consistent again. That's all. But if you are consistent again and you're still having those behaviors with your dog, yes, then reach back out to me or, you know, and get additional help. But all in all, just remember, just to wrap this up, consistency is going to be key. Be patient. Continue your dog's training. If you need help, always reach out. At least for me, I'm always there for my families. I want to know what your dog's doing three years from now. I always tell the families I work with, once we wrap with training, you are a lifetime client. Call me for anything. They're as much as my baby dogs as they're yours. I, I really do love um, working with the doggos. So other than that, hope you've gain some tips to stay consistent um, with your dog and the training. If you um, have questions, drop them in the comments. You can find me on all social media platforms at Down for Pause. If you're driving along or if you're working and you're a podcaster, you can find me at Positive Dog Training Combos. A lot of great conversations there. But other than that, I will see you next week with another great topic. Bye.